This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg, and Wilkes Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. Well, holiday shopping online can be irresistible. What's not to love? You make a list, you check it twice, then you go wild. Until you land on a bogus retail website or your credit card information gets wiped uh, out. Well, today we're giving you a gift you can really use. Tips for safer holiday online shopping. Plus, we're taking your personal tech questions. So give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's one 1- 877-672-7464. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. But how are you doing, Wilts? Hey, I'm doing wonderful dodging the raindrops. And uh, <laughs> my Lord, has this just been the wettest, you know, last couple of weeks? It's been an odd time. Um, you have to look at the news to see what you need to wear or look the night before to pull out a jacket or coat or shorts or... <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> you swim trunks. You never uh, know. Parka. Mississippi. Well, I mean, and what I'm seeing uh, looks like we're going to be seeing some uh, some hard freeze possibly for a lot of us tonight. So Tonight it, and then, did you look at the weather? Uh, Saturday, 65. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So Good old pneumonia weather. Yes, you know? it's up and down. It's up and down. But the crazy thing is it actually kind of plays a little hectic on, uh, on technology, too. Oh, uh, yes. You know, we've been seeing uh, usually when we get all this rain, especially with so much... Uh, phone line copper in the ground, mm-hmm. we start seeing some problems with some of our communications. So yeah, all just all kinds of uh all kinds of strange things happen when the when the uh when the rains start. So uh, weather affects technology as well. Well it really does. I mean anything electronic is very uh dependent on temperature as well as humidity and we have the extremes of both around here. So um, it, it's almost inevitable, at least up at the office. It just seems like there's going to be some kind of strange gremlin that happens when we get these these days and days of this soaking rain. Um, you know, weird communication errors, things not quite wanting to talk right, things are just a little uh, a little buggy. So, just a little hint to uh, some of our listeners out there: if you're noticing after all this rain, your maybe your internet's going just a little bit slow. It might be a really good time just to go ahead and give your equipment a nice little reboot. So. Uh, Turn off and on that that modem or router that you have on in there, and sometimes that can kind of cure some of these woes. I notice usually with rainstorms, I have to restart mine at the house. So, right. And um, speaking of holidays, that's what we're talking about today: online yeah. shopping. Everyone's doing it. I mean, oh yeah, all of the store. When I watch TV now, all of the stores—Walmart, Kroger, <laughs> you name it—online shopping, ship to store. You don't have to go inside anywhere anymore. And it's great, but I love the experience of Christmas shopping. I like looking at the holiday decorations in the mall and things like that. I like the experience, but a lot of people are busy. And especially when you have a busy life, it's Christmas time, it's Thanksgiving time. You have kids and jobs, so you want to sit at your desk and finish, complete your all of your holiday shopping in one whop. You can well, do that, but it's, it's yeah. kind of... Uh, or at least most of it. I heard the uh, the guys on the show earlier, you know, talking about Amazon. I'm kind of a big, big Amazon fan myself, but I'm kind of like you every now and then. I like that, that gratification of going in the store and picking it up. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I, I don't... Um 
I don't look forward to the the hecticness of, you know, Black Friday morning uh-huh. or as it's turning into no. now Thursday Eve when they start <laughs> actually opening on up and you know, it's inevitable we're going to see the fights in the stores and everything else and I was I was looking at a few things that I was kind of uh, you know, eyeballing from Santa Claus here and I noticed a few of them are available online. It's like, you know, I might uh I might avoid that early morning wake up and and see what I can't do online, but you know, you run into the same problems online that you do in the stores, and that is they run out. I was going to say that. Um, believe it or not, if you see something online, sometimes it's cheaper than in the store. They have online specials that are not in the store. Yeah, well, it can be, but you know, you have, you just got to make sure if you're doing that online shopping, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta look at the entire purchase. So, the purchase price may be wonderful compared to a shelf price, but don't forget you, you may have shipping costs, right. may or may not, depending on, uh, and you also, you still got to throw in the taxes because taxes are actually being taken online. So, so you know, really look at your price and make sure you're not um, creating yourself more of a headache. And the other thing is, too, and, you know, we bring this up every time, and that is the security of online. Um, it's just like you want to be, you know, if, if you were in in line at your local box store and trying to order something, you know, mm-hmm. trying to pay for something, you don't want somebody just standing over your shoulder. Just, right. you know, be mindful when you're online that, as well. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Safer online shopping tips. We have great tips for you from passwords to uh, being careful on your websites, making sure they're uh, reliable reps, websites and not a duplicate of a real website. And uh, Wilton Jeremy going to let you know what you can look for so your money can stay in your bank account. <laughs> Well, before we get started on those tips, of course, we promised you, I think it was two weeks ago, (laughs) we promised you this crazy ant story. And Jeremy's going to kill me, but we're going to go and proceed with our crazy ant story. Yeah, I'm actually shooting him a note right now. We've not been able to get him in yet. I just thought I missed you, buddy. No, we're going to get him in. So (laughs) lonely. We're going to get him in in just a second. But um, the crazy ant story goes like this. There are crazy ants that destroy computers and they are Im- immune to insecticides. Tell us about these ants. Well, you know, um, going way back in the history of technology, you know, we, we refer to things as like, you know, computers having a bug in them and everything else. That actually came from a bug literally being inside. Um, bugs tend to like technology. It's warm. Uh, it's hopefully dry. And for some reason, especially in the case of these crazy ants, they actually get attracted to the the chemicals and the insulation and the other things that are in there, and they'll actually sit in there and eat eat that stuff up. Maybe they're not actually eating it, but they're definitely destroying it. So it is uh, – I can't tell you how many computers I've actually seen with ants inside of them, uh, spiders – Roaches, oh grasshoppers, ladybugs, uh, and especially when the weather starts changing, they're going for somewhere warm and dry. So, um, but yeah, it does seem that the, these, uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce their, their actual name, Nylandria Nyland, fulva. fulva. Yep. And they're commonly known as the Tawny Crazy Ant. They invaded the South, more like uh, more uh, cities um, in the well, states in the South, from Florida to Texas. And they can cause damage to electrical gear and outlets everywhere they go. Yeah, and they they will get in, and, and it's amazing if you actually you know will look in certain areas, you'll see that they're just like termites coming on in here. They're only an eighth of an inch long. They get into wall outlets, and they really do seem to like that wiring. 
uh, they get drawn to the Transformers. And and here's the thing, though. Not only, you know, some of you are probably cringing a little bit going, ooh, yuck. But here's the thing is once you start actually messing with some of that insulation, you mess with the safety of your items as well. So getting those ants, say, into a wall outlet or anything else could expose some wires and could expose you to a holiday fire risk. So oh there's some things to think about. So how, and I see that they're immune to in, in, um, insecticides. How do you get rid of them? Because uh, the insecticides aren't good for yeah. your um, for your electronics. You well, can't yeah, spray I, that. Well, and now in all honesty, if you will look, there are some insecticides that are actually utilized. Um, you know, we see this especially like with wasps and some other uh, nest building animals like that, especially like around server rooms. And a lot of times whenever we're running switches and things in a business, they're sitting in little remote closets that will have a tendency of getting dirt daubers and wasps and and things. So they do actually make electronics safe bug spray uh, that is not meant to actually conduct. I actually have a bottle of it on my office in my office right now, just in case, because we had a few wasps that decided to come in my server room air conditioner. Lord, I would die. Uh, you know me. Oh, yeah. You've been, I mean, I had one dive by my head. It was pretty oh, interesting. Oh, my goodness. Well, I do have another story that my director gave me. I love this. Have you ever heard of the foldable Samsung phone? Foldable Samsung smartphone. Well, now, all, all phones are foldable. <laughs> It just depends on if you want them to work afterwards exactly. or not. I mean, you can take your iPhone and fold it right on in half, but it may not, uh, may not work after that. Well, yeah. this one is made to be folded. It's called the Infinity Flex, and it finally um, was unveiled um, this week. I am so excited. This is, like, revolutionary. Yeah, I was kind of looking at it, and I don't know. I mean, I'm, I haven't really seen too many um, – too many – "Quote unquote hands-on, re, you know, reviews with it just yet, uh, you know, and then the hopeful thing is that is, is will it move from being, you know, gimmick to really being embraced? And you know, as many people as put phones in their pockets and everything else, I mean, I think it's uh, it's a pretty neat idea. And with the technology, like with you know the flexible screens and everything else, mm-hmm. it's definitely possible. So uh, it, it'll be curious to see where it goes with that. And I have Jeremy on the line. Jeremy, good morning." Good morning. <laughs> we missed you, brother. Wait, wait, wait. You see why he's so happy, right? Number one, the last two weeks we were messing with him about coming in so subtle and uh, what's you. wrong. Yeah. See, now yeah, he yeah. said, I got to come strong this morning. I like that, Jeremy. That's right. <laughs> no, what it was is Faith came in and pinched him. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing this uh, morning? I'm doing great, you guys. We're all having a little bit of technical difficulty between Skype and the phone. So now that we got all that sorted out, let's rock and roll. Exactly. I'm doing great. I know you hate that you missed the crazy ant story. <laughs> yes. Well, you yes, can come in on the I tail did. end of it. Come on, tell us about some ants. Have and you run gonna... into any critters in your right. uh, adventures? Uh, you know, usually, uh, it's so gross. Roaches are, are pretty common in, in computers. I don't know yeah. why, because there's nothing in there for them to eat. Yeah. But I guess I guess after you eat over your keyboard, you know, a big hoagie or whatever, you got a bunch of crumbs in there, and the roaches are like, go, go get the things. And then the ants are like, wait, wait for the roaches to clear out, and then we'll get the rest of the crumbs. <laughs> and then you got the fleas or the, the little mites or whatever will probably get off oh, into there. Yeah, so that'd be pretty bad. cleaning your keyboard is essential. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, take absolutely. your desk, take your desk keyboard, oh, I, turn it upside down, and you'll see a Big Mac quarter pounder. <laughs> I see shake mm-hmm. French fry fall out of that sucker. <laughs> I yep. mean, I guarantee we've actually um, 
we've actually switched over. We actually use washable keyboards up at work now just because of dust, dirt, and everything else getting into them. You can actually put those suckers into the uh, dishwasher and everything else and clean them. Well, think about it. You know, you, you know, whoever they are, I don't know who they are, but they say that basically your keyboard actually has more germs and bacteria than even a toilet seat. Oh, God. So, but, but then again, think about how many times you're, you're sitting there working on your keyboard, you're sneezing over uh. your keyboard, you're, you're eating with your fingers, your, your sandwiches fall down in there, and yeah, all kinds of nasty stuff happens on there. Think about that keyboard. It's, I'm going to clean my keyboard as soon as we finish the show today. Well, I see. I see a can of Lysol in the back of the uh, room here. You can, can. Is that okay to spray on your keyboard? Yeah, no. I do. Oh, you well, don't? Well, I do. Wait well, a we minute. have washable, so never mind. Jeremy says no. Will says yes. I wouldn't spray it directly on the keyboard if it wasn't uh, water resistant. Uh-huh. Uh, that that Lysol will definitely kill a keyboard. Um, we've had we've had clients that'll come in and they'll they'll get those Clorox bleach wipes and they'll wipe their keyboard off with those. Well, if that bleach wipe is too, uh, wet. too wet, yeah, it will it will it will mess your keyboard up. I wipe mine with the Clorox wipes. Ugh. So just make sure it's not soaking wet. And you normally dry they're it off not. As soon as you do it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, right. well, that's right. We use washable, so I guess it doesn't. But, <laughs> um, and your other thing too is just remember anything you're putting possibly liquid on there, especially any kind of, um, anything like a Clorox. And believe it or not, lotion is really bad. People who put a lot of lotion on their fingers, it's really bad. You notice your key, your, uh, the letters on your keyboards will start disappearing uh, and it kind of rubs that off. So just think about that too. Okay. Well, we're going to uh, take our first break and Larry, we're going to come back with you. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, he has a great tech question. Don't forget, today we're talking about holiday online shopping, safer holiday online shopping tips. We want you to be safe when you're online shopping this holiday season. So we're going to give you some great tips, and we're taking your personal tech questions. So please give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, Or you can email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. This is Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio. get to a radio? Well, don't worry. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB public media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. This is MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm Michelle McAdoo, here today with Jeremy Thompson and Wilkes Couture. Today, we're discussing tips for safe holiday online shopping. Now, to be a part of the conversation, you can call 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. 
7464. Or you can reach us by email at the address is everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, as I promised, we're going to go to Larry in Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning, Larry. Michelle, good morning. Michelle, can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. I think, and Michelle, I've got to say, you and your guests are just fantastic. You guys crack me up. Um, <laughs> you do. Uh, guys, a couple of questions. One, uh, um, the next month I'll be doing some heavy traveling, like going to Asia. And what I need, and I, I've still got some clients, and I still get random telephone calls on my cell phone. So what I need is some kind of service that I can use to confirm a, a, a random call to my cell phone to an email message. That's one question. And then my second question is, uh, do you guys speak about the holidays and shopping? Uh, do you guys have any good recommendations for a smart Android wristwatch? Hmm. Okay. Uh, I didn't quite catch the uh, the first question. You want to do what with a, a cell phone and sure, sure. to an email? Yes, I do. Yes, I mean ideally, I mean I, I mean because I, I, I you know, I'd be getting random calls, like maybe from from prospects, right? And you know, because I'm overseas, it's difficult for me to get a call there. So I, I, ideally, I'm looking if one exists for a service that will uh, I, I can phone my my well, telephone number. I can phone my calls too. That will uh, convert maybe a convert a voice message to an email message. But okay. I can get very easily. And yeah, okay, I got you. Question, okay. Uh, and my second right, so, I'm sorry. Uh, no problem. Let's go ahead and get the first one out of the way, though. Um, you should be able to use a service like Google Voice, um, which you can uh, route calls through. And whenever uh, the voicemail on that number gets a message, you can have it to where it will transcribe it to an email. Now, I will go ahead and let you know that uh, this feature is kind of buggy. And so you'll get some really funny messages that, you know, it'll translate and say something that it, the, uh, the client definitely didn't say. So you'll probably have to go back and actually listen to the voicemail, but it will at least give you a general idea of what the client is uh, calling you about. Okay, yeah, okay, it, okay. it has a, it has a uh, strange interpretation of our accents every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, may I ask, um, okay, is Google Voice, is that my only option or are there other options? the same kind of service, as far as you know? Uh, there are definitely other options out there. I would say uh, Grand Central would be one. Um, the Google Voice is going to be the free route. Uh, Grand Central and uh, uh, services like that will be um, uh, paid service. Okay, 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 okay. Now, uh, I will say that a paid service probably will translate better if it does offer uh, transposing to email. Okay, fantastic. Good advice. Now, uh, any any recommendations on a good Android type smartphone? Android type smartphone? I'm sorry, I thought you said smart watch. Um, I, I'm, I'm I, sorry, I'm sorry. You're smart watch. Sorry, sorry. You're right. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, so I'm really partial to Samsung. I really like their design quality. I like their aesthetic. Um, so I, I like those new Samsung watches. Uh, it, they're it, they're very functional, and they, they tie in very well with the Samsung phones. Mm. And I'm sure they do just fine with the other Android phones. What kind of phone do you have right now? Uh, good question. I've got a Samsung, um, whatever it is, 9 Plus. 9 mm -hmm. Plus. Okay. 
All right, so I would go ahead and recommend, just because you're already in the Samsung ecosystem, that you would get a Samsung Gear Watch. Uh, it will definitely interface with your Samsung device better than, say, like an LG or something like that. Not that it wouldn't work on another brand, but that you'll definitely get better compatibility right out the box. Uh, guys, super, super advice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank Bye-bye. you, Larry, and uh, good luck on your trip to Asia this holiday season. Yes, indeed. That's going to be fun. Beautiful, probably, over there in the yeah. holiday well, time. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, uh, I think, yeah, this, the, their season should be the same as us. I think you only change seasons if you go below the equator, right? Oh. So are they in winter in Asia right now as well? You know, guys, I, I am not an expert. Me either. <laughs> I thought you knew these guys. You're, ask Faith. She's our world traveling re- representative. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got to ask her, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we're going to start with some few tips that you can um, d- use to avoid most common holiday shopping scams. You never want to get scammed. Holiday time, to me, it's it's so nice, and I feel so good from Thanksgiving, actually, after uh, um, after Halloween to the first of the year, I'm extremely happy. People around here tell you I listen to Christmas music in October. I do. It makes me very, just feel very um, at ease. But a lot of people during the holiday season use that opportunity to get what they can get from people, scam people, uh, fake charities, fake um Websites And it's unfortunate that people have big hearts, and then you have some people that are like the Grinch. They want to take from you, you know? Well, you know, I mean, that's just the inevitable. And when you're when you're going anything online, and, and, you know, and that's just so much nowadays, you're connected to so many people. And unfortunately, there are people out there that don't have um, – they don't share the same moral compass as mm-hmm. others. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's always that threat. And, you know, we also see identity theft mm-hmm. significantly increasing this time mm-hmm. of the year. And basically because we're getting out there more. Well, believe it or not, uh, like I said earlier, the FBI um, in Internet Crime Complaint Center received 300,000 online theft complaints last year. Victims lost a total of $1.3 billion dollars. Yeah, and I'd be willing to bet there was a lot more than that. Last year. Yeah, the ones who didn't. Um, who were embarrassed to report right. or, or for whatever. And, right. you know, here's the thing. People are always like, oh, well, you know, oh, my bank will give me my money back. You know, I mean, at some point the bank's going to get their money back, too. And they're going to be they're taking that from all of us. So this is not a quote unquote victimless crime. This is something that affects every one of us. Whether you've been a direct victim or not, you are a victim. All right. So the, it, goes, okay, go it goes deeper than that, because. Uh, when the scammers get your money, they go and they perpetuate more of their scams. So it, it just it just accumulates. Right. So the first tip we're gonna um, I'm gonna let you guys talk a little bit about this: avoiding public Wi-Fi. Why oh, should yeah. we avoid public Wi-Fi? Well, anybody. It, 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 this is the first word. It's public. Anybody can be there. Um, you know, would you sit in the middle of your favorite coffee shop and spread all your bills out all over all the tables and let everybody see it and, and everything else? I mean, you're in public, and it's exactly what it says that it is. So the potential of somebody else snooping in on your traffic, overhearing you, um, you know, intercepting that traffic is actually pretty high. It'd be just like somebody, you know, sitting over your shoulder while you're sitting there talking to your credit card company. So, yeah, public Wi-Fi is very, very vulnerable in that regard. Yes, uh, we nerds can use uh, our own laptop sitting there at the table next to yours, and we don't even have to be physically connected to your computer. We can sniff all of the traffic 
right over the wireless airwaves. So we can literally see what's going on right in front of us. So if you're on an unencrypted connection, we can see your password in plain text or any other information. Now, on most websites, you'll see the familiar green lock up at the top, so you'll know that your information is safe. But that's that can be faked. But for the most part, the green lock is our our, uh, our savior, we'll call it, our, our, our saving grace. And you have to make sure that you're on an encrypted connection, especially when you are on a public network. But really and truthfully, we just recommend you not do anything sensitive or financial on any public Wi-Fi whatsoever. Hey, public Wi-Fi is great for looking at the menu, you know, for the restaurant you're thinking about going to, checking movie times. Uh, it's not at all ideal if you are doing anything fiscal, anything Banking. with your money. You know, one of my favorite kind of pranks that I play on my students whenever we do the security class, you know, what do you think college students are going to do when they first get into a class with a bunch of computers around? Oh, they all log in, they check their email, they check their Facebook, and about 15 or 20 minutes in the class, I'll turn on the projector. And what I've actually been running is a little free program in the background, and it shows every one of their usernames, oh my. every one of their passwords, and it's right there in plain text for anybody to see. And usually after that, I have the students pretty well convinced, yeah, don't use public Wi-Fi, because if you cannot, you know, you can't just lock that down. Right. Now, real quick before we go to break, what's uh, important about using a VPN? They said if you have to, if you must shop online on a public Wi-Fi, then consider installing and using a VPN. What is VPN? So the VPN is a virtual private network, and what that does is it creates a secure connection between you and the things you want to communicate with on the Internet. It's encrypted from end to end, which means if Wilts was using his software to try and capture your password or your username, it would show up as a bunch of garbled text because it's encrypted. So he would not be able to ascertain that information if you use a VPN. How do you set a VPN up? So there are lots of VPN providers online. You can go and you can read lots of reviews. I personally use private Internet access, and all you do is you go to the website, you set up an account, you set up however long you want to be billed for, and then that's it. Once you uh, download the application to your computer or your phone, it's available on both, um, you uh, pick which server you want to connect to, or it'll just connect you to one automatically. You log in, and then you're on a secure connection from there. All right. Well, that is very important, especially for the holiday shopping season. I'm sure everyone, if you didn't get that, um, I want maybe uh, we'll touch base on that before we get out of here today. Again, how to set up a VPN on your computer so you can be absolutely safe this holiday shopping season. Well, it's time for us to take another quick break, but when we return, we're going to go to Brandon and speak to our friend Alan. That's my holiday gift. <laughs> but if you'd like to be a part of the show if you, or you have any tech personal tech questions, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can send us an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back after the break.
mpbonline.org is the destination for everything Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Catch up on past shows from Think Radio, check out MPB TV or Music Radio, and become a sustaining member all from one place. Get connected now at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, here today with our tech experts, Jerry Thompson and Wilt Couture. Now, if you're just joining the program today, we've been discussing safe holiday shopping tips. Now, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can reach us by email at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, we're going to go to my friend, Alan, that's been trying to get in the phone lines. <laughs> so he emailed us. Yeah, exactly. We're having, we, for those of you who don't know, we're having a few technical difficulties, uh, non-everyday tech related. We didn't do it. Jeremy and me did not do this. We're just, <laughs> cannot, uh, we're right there with you. No but, whatsoever. but we do uh, want you to call in. So if you can't get in, just continue to keep trying because we want to hear your comments and questions about tech or online shopping tips. So good morning, Alan. Hello, Michelle, Wilt, and Jeremy. Hey, hey. Te- technical hey. difficulties with te- technical difficulties with computers. Who would have thought it? I know, <laughs> I know right? Yeah. 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 We asked them if they tried turning it off and on again, and I guess that didn't quite do it. <laughs> that's well, always the go-to. That's always the first go-to step. It yeah. is. Amen. So, Alan, you want to talk about online holiday shopping with us? Yeah, I just want to. I, I, like I always say, there is no substitute for common sense. I mean, we 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 all love competition. But if you see some kind of online offer that sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yes. I, I, I just got to say, I've had nothing but good success with Amazon. I've been I've been shopping there probably 10 to 15 years. And th- there's a lot to be said for, for a company you know is trustworthy. And uh, it, it, it's just nice to be able to go to my online account and Anything I've ever bought, pretty much, I can find access to. And you know, I know, I know they're I know they're not going to screw me up and stuff. And, and I mean, I'm sure there there might be places to try to to fish their sites or you know to misdirect you. But uh, it, they've got a lot of stuff built in, and, and it's just it's just a good practice to find someone you can trust and stick with them, even if it costs you a couple of dollars more. It's worth it. Yeah, I mean, uh, even like their return process. Have you ever had to return anything with them? I mean, I think it's very fair. It's very clear. Um, you know, I mean, it's actually it's an example of business done done pretty well. They got a really. There's a reason they're successful. Well, I can say, right. guys, I actually ordered a dress or two dresses from Amazon maybe a month ago. The first time ever in life, and uh, I was a little skeptical. I was scared. I was like, "What if? What if? What if?" And what if it doesn't fit? I tried to be specific with my sizes and things, and I was pleasantly surprised. So I think I'm jumping on the Amazon bandwagon like everyone else and figuring out online shopping is not that bad. Well, you know, I've had a harder time with it in regards to clothes. I think that I would have a hard time, not that I do a lot of clothes shopping, I mean, (laughs) but that that would actually intimidate me a bit. you like to try just, it on before Yeah, you... just, you know, to make sure. I mean, you know, one size fits most, you know. But um, but no, I mean, just so many other things. It's just so so instant to just kind of go to it. And, you know, here's a little, I'm going to give a little extra little plug there, too, for something they do. If you've not looked at it, if you're an Amazon user, 
look at their smile program and it's just smile.amazon.com you just put smile in place of www and there are so many different charities that you can link up to and it doesn't cost you a penny they just take a portion of what you're already buying if you'll actually just use that like you know for example i have ours you know me and my wife whenever we go on there we actually go to and and we're actually supporting the northwest ranking cougar band you know to support our students out there but there's just thousands of charities you can support simply by doing your shopping it doesn't even cost you a penny more uh same you know very similar like the kroger programs mm-hmm. and some other things so i just want to kind of slip that in there i know yeah. it's a little bit off topic but it's well, safer too we're going to talk about charities and fake charity pages in a little bit but that's safer you know that mm-hmm. your money is through amazon it's going to a, a, a reputable yeah. charity and let me ask well, you a question also, alan i'm sorry alan are you a prime member yes i am a prime member okay yeah, so. Yeah, uh, Java talks a lot about Amazon. He actually talked in Fix It 101 earlier how he, um, and we're, I want to talk about this a little later, The the he he's had many packages delivered to his house, many, many thousands of dollars, and him and his wife ordered a very simple $32 gift, and it was taken. After all these years, the smallest yeah, gift was nice. taken, and that's what I want to talk about. That was I live in a nice, fairly nice neighborhood, and um, you know, you know, all your neighbors and things like that. But during the holiday season, people actually prey on packages. They're looking for a box sitting outside your front door, and they're looking right. to take it. So that's what's a little scary to me. And I, one thing I, it's, on that topic, it, it's nice because Amazon is trying to. I think you can sign up to, to have text notifications about deliveries, or, or, or if, it, if that's not working, you can you can get a package tracking app, and I and I strongly recommend doing that. That way, you kind of know where the package is in the scheme of things, and you know it, you'll get a delivery notification. You know to go out and fetch it and stuff, or maybe you can call somebody else to fetch it if you're away. But uh, it, it, it's just it, it's just a good practice to be in, especially this time of year. And Alan, that's a great segue to our next tip. For holiday shopping, watch out for fake UPS or FedEx packing tracking emails. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But Jeremy and Wilson, do you have anything to say about the uh, online shopping? Well, Amazon? you know, and, and um, you know, kind of like going back to Alan's point there, and the fact is that you know, uh, you can actually, and, and a lot of your online vendors will do that. You'll notice in the uh, in the checkout process, usually there's an option to put your mobile number in. They can text you and give you alerts as it's sent, as it's received. Um, you know, one problem that we've kind of seen a little bit, and and this is just, you know, not even from the deceitful side, just, you know, the human error side as we've had packages that were misdelivered, um, you know, maybe to the neighbor's house instead of to us. Uh, we've seen this a little bit up at the office. Our address is very close to another business. So every now and then we'll get their package or they'll get our package. And, you know, so really just a lot of it, it kind of comes down to just paying attention. It kind of really goes back to a lot of what we say too. You know, if you're doing these purchases and everything, you need to make sure that at least daily you're going in and looking at your credit card. Right, uh, you know, tip. you're yeah, yeah, looking at your different purchases. But at the same time, if if they're shipping and they say that it's been delivered to you, and and typically there's going to be a name of where it was delivered or something, something. You know, just make sure it's really there. I mean, it is terrible, and but it's an un- unfortunate thing that you know Java had to go through is mm-hmm. that. Unfortunately, again, there are people out there willing to take advantage, and if they see that box, uh, I would also recommend if you're ordering some some Christmas goodies, maybe making your your neighbors alert if you're going to be out of town or maybe you're at work all day. Say, hey, would you mind just maybe, you know, grabbing a whole? It's just like asking to check your mail when you're out of town. You know, right. uh, I know at a couple of weeks back we had our across the street neighbor. He had like three huge 
I'm talking huge, like I said, I needed a dolly for him, boxes that came to his front door. And I happened to have known because I was friends with him on Facebook that, hey, he's out of town for a week. So I shot him a note real quick. It's like, dude, they just delivered those packages early for you. I'm going to go ahead and pull them and put them in my house for you mm-hmm. so nothing happens. Just, you know, remove the temptation. So help a neighbor out. All right. Jeremy, you had a comment? Yes, uh, about Amazon and security. So um, when you store your card with Amazon, you don't continuously put in your card info. So that's another way that they extend a level of security to you because you don't have to transmit all that information every time you make a purchase. They store it on their end, so that's another way that they increase their security. Uh, Also, when it comes to packages, you can actually have your packages, if you know what carrier they're being sent by, you can have them held at the distribution center, and you can go and pick them up there. Uh, UPS might be mad at me for telling people that. They might get loaded out. But anyways, I've had to do that in the past because either I receive my packages after uh, a certain time and I need to get them sooner, so I would just have them sent there. Or also you may want to consider having them sent to your workplace because, you know, definitely somebody will be there to sign for the package. That is what uh, Java and I were talking about last week. I feel more comfortable because I know it's going to come to me. My schedule is very busy and I do a lot. So I might not get home till a certain time at night. Mm -hmm. I feel more safe with my packages coming to the office. Yeah, just the one thing that you may want to do is make sure that you uh, check with your people who are into receiving to make sure they know that it might be a really good opportunity to maybe bring them uh, a little little Christmas present or something if they're going to be receiving your packages for you. Yeah, Alan? Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I've had this happen to me, too. These package delivery places use seasonal help, too. So so don't Mm. think that it's always going to arrive at your house. I've had stuff misdelivered in my, in my neighborhood and stuff. So that's just a, it's a good thing to know how you're tracking, how it's, how it's tracking and stuff. And that way, you know, you get a notification that says your package has been delivered. You go out to your front porch and nothing's there, then you've got a problem. So you need to, uh, you need to contact the, you know, the tracking people. So uh, just, just, just be aware. Yeah, thank you, Alan. You always come with great uh, advice. Uh, you're going to be my third expert on the show. We need to get him in. We do, day. we do. Yeah. Well, thank you again. You have a great holiday season. Um, be careful, be safe out there. Happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays to you. Same to you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. And, you know, I mean, Alan, and you know, and his last statement was just so, it sums up really all of that. Be aware. Just Just know. You know, sometimes people, you know, just be aware. Yeah. Well, speaking of what Alan was talking about, let's talk about uh, watching out for fake UPS or FedEx packaging tracking emails. I didn't know scammers can do that. Talk about that, Oh, guys. gosh. The amount of, uh, yeah, I mean, typically it's going to be like a phishing with a PH kind of scam or some other things like that. But people trying to, uh, they can be trying to infect your computer. I mean, we just see that throughout the year, but it definitely picks up during the holidays. They're going to try to uh, – they might try to slot a virus over. They may try to steal your information, or they may be after money. They could say uh, you need to pay X amount of dollars for this package to be redelivered. Uh, there's no telling, but no delivery company is going to charge you like that unless you've got something cash on delivery. Mm. So what should, what should you do to avoid getting scammed from a fake UPS or FedEx uh, email? Well, the main thing is you got to be real wary about the links that you click on when you get something in your email. And I would I would err on the side of caution and doubt anything that I got as a link in my email. 
Um, I would read through it and make sure that it was written with proper language. I would look at the logo. I would look at uh, various things in the email. But when you, if you do decide to click on the link, look at the link itself because it may say FedEx or .com on the link itself. But when you click on it, it's going to say something that's not FedEx at all. Billy Joe's Fishing and Scam Site dot org. Well, right. you know, and and here, and this is going to, you know, some of the listeners are going to probably go, really, really. But here's the other thing: if you're not expecting a package. You're probably not receiving a package. It is amazing how many times I've actually talked with folks that have actually clicked these scam FedEx, scam UPS, scam U.S. Post Office things. Like, well, I wasn't really expecting anything. I just thought somebody was no, <laughs> no. If you're not expecting it, it's 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 kind of like if you get a, a a note from ABC Bank and you actually bank with X Y Z. Uh, it's probably fake because you don't have an account there. Right. And so, you know, just really think about those kind of things, too. If you're not expecting it, it's probably not there. And if that email does have a tracking number on it, go to that vendor and check the tracking number and see if it's legitimate. Yeah, type in type in UPS.com or FedEx.com yourself. Don't follow a link. Uh, take that extra few seconds. That extra few seconds of typing in the information yourself can be the difference between you getting scammed and you having a very happy holiday. All right. Absolutely. Well, it's time for our final break, but when we get returned, we're going to go to Gluckstadt and speak with Shannon. She has a good question about credit card information that you leave on Amazon. That was actually going to be my question too, Shannon, so we're on the same page. Now, if you have any uh, tech questions or online shopping questions, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can Reach us by email at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people, only on MPB Think Radio. Running a business requires smart decisions every day. Make a good decision for your company today and reach MPB listeners through MPB program underwriting. For more information, go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with our tech experts, Jeremy Thompson and Wilt Couture. Now, today, we've been giving you tips for safer online shopping this holiday season. Plus, we're still taking your personal tech questions. So give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or again, you can reach us by email um, at Everyday Tech at mpbonline.org. Now, before the break, I said we were going to go to Gluckstadt and Gluckstadt and talk to Shannon. Good morning, Try Shannon. i saying that three times fast. I know, I know. Good morning. Um, after I make a purchase on Amazon, I delete my credit card because I think it makes me more safe. Did I hear Alan say that you should leave that and Amazon has you covered? Well, uh, you didn't hear Alan say that. You actually heard me say that. Uh, but okay. I wouldn't say that they have you covered. I would just say that your information is safer because you don't have to put it in and it be communicated over the Internet each time where somebody could potentially steal it. It's stored on their servers on their end and hopefully encrypted, so it's safer in their hands 
than if you had to put it in your computer each time. Say you had something okay. on your computer that could be uh, stealing that information. It puts you at risk every time you enter it. Okay. And, you know, and here's another important thing, too, and I kind of – I think I kind of um, – I kind of had those same hesitations when it comes to the storing of credit card information. I mean, because here's the thing. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, Joe Bob's mom and pop store or, you know, a retail giant like Amazon. Everybody out there is susceptible to being compromised. So, you know, the risk does exist that Amazon could be compromised and somebody could steal that credit card information. We've seen it with so many other different vendors, uh, and it does happen. But that really just kind of comes down to that you know, be aware, be watching your, your cards. And if you do see a fraudulent charge, you know, making sure that you report that sooner rather than later. And at the same time, um, you know, keeping, keeping them, holding them kind of accountable for that. A large company, it is in Amazon's best interest to do everything they can, such as encryption and everything else to protect that information. Because, you know, to lose that would be a, that, that, Y'all know as well as I do, that'd be above the fold on the front page of the Clarion Ledger if that happened. Right. Now, one other recommendation that I have is uh, about credit cards versus debit cards. I do not use debit cards online because you are liable for those purchases, whereas if you make a credit card purchase and something happens to your information, it's all on the credit card company. May I ask another question? Sure. Absolutely. Um, say you're going to order from L.L. Bain. Is it safer to call and give your credit number or do it online? No, I would say you're opening yourself up to another level of risk there because you're giving it to a human being, and they may do something with it. Not saying that they okay. will, but we're just talking about layers of risk here. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Right. You know, I, I don't think you should. So we, we don't need to come off so paranoid, but – we have to be this way to exist in the field that we're in because we have to think about the people that know what we know or know more who can definitely get that information. You're right. Um, before we get out of here, I want to talk about uh, what if you don't get your goods? What if you ordered something and you didn't get your merchandise? What should you do? What do you guys recommend you do immediately? Uh, fire up the tar and feathers. <laughs> I want my goodies. No, I mean, really, of course, your very first thing would be contact the uh, contact the vendor. Uh, we should always, you know, you always want to make sure whatever vendor you're actually dealing with, whatever se- reseller, what have you, uh, is reputable, and you would want to go back to them. You know, with the age of the Internet, there's just so many potential stores out there. And I'm not saying your small ones are bad. Actually, a lot of your small ones are absolutely wonderful. Uh, I would say go to that vendor first, go to that reseller first, and ask them, you know, for help in resolving it. One of the big things they're going to probably come back to is going to be, you know, the tracking information as far as for the shipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chances are they'll issue a trace and try to find the package, and then once the trace is complete, whether they found it or not, they'll refund you your money or get you another package. All right. So what about uh, rock bottom prices? We got Black Friday, Cyber Monday Ooh. coming up, Small Business Saturday. Big sales are the big thing, but what should we we, we what should we be aware of when it comes to these too good to be true deals? Okay, I got a good one here. Um, what you're going to see in brochures and stuff, I saw it in one of the Sam's brochures they sent out recently. Is there's a laptop that says that it has like 20 gigabytes of RAM in it? Okay, well my my emergency flashes went off. Okay, I was like, what's going on here? Why does it say it has 20 gigs of RAM? Well, what they're doing is they're putting these little sticks in there called Optane, and basically it gives you faster performance 
but it doesn't give you any more memory. So if you run into a computer that says it has just an insane amount of memory in it, it is a marketing trick. This will only be on computers that have Intel processors, but do not get confused and think you have a boatload of RAM when you really don't. The two types of memory that they're claiming are the same are not. One of them does something totally different in your computer rather than just load programs. So if you see a computer that's got excessive amounts of RAM on it, look at it and see if it says 16 gigabytes Optane, 4 gigabytes memory. Because if it does, you've only got a computer with 4 gigabytes of RAM, which 8 is really the minimum these days. So that's not going to be sufficient. And and also a lot of times when you see those super duper the doorbuster prices and you know the ones that you're pitching a tin out in front of Best Buy to get in in the morning, uh, they're usually doing that on the obsolete items. Not always. That's not always the case. But do, do uh, actually do a little bit of research maybe on what is that product because what you could be buying is you know the discontinued item. And in all and in a lot of cases. That might not matter, but that's really where a lot of that's coming from is that they'll they'll do a lot of those doorbusters on the older tech because they need to move it out of the way. Right, I mean, right. and, and it makes sense from a retailer standpoint. Okay, we well, see a lot of those doorbusters around January 2019. I can guarantee you. But, <laughs> yep. Um, one other thing is that uh, when when you're out there and you're buying a machine, you just need to make sure that it's not under spec. We tend to shy away from Celerons because they're just not that powerful. Amen. And also, and Adam. between solid state and hard drives is, is two totally different things. So if it's got a one terabyte hard drive in it uh, versus a 512 gig solid state, the solid state is going to be faster. But if the price is better, I would go with the solid state. All right. Well, before we uh, get out of here, I want to let you know that you can sign up for free scam alerts from the F, that's F-T-C, at ftc.gov slash scams. Again, that's ftc.gov slash scams. You can uh, sign up for free scam alerts. So this holiday season, you can be really careful and make sure you get your goods. Make sure if you don't get your merchandise, call the company first uh, and then track your device. Make sure you're using reputable uh, websites. Make sure you install a VPN, like we said earlier. Um, and if you do these things, you will have a great shopping holiday season. Oh, and make sure to be aware. Oh. Take it out of the box and test it. Take it out of the box and test it. That's good. Well, we want to thank you for joining us today. And remember, if it feels suspicious, then it probably is. If you missed part of the show or want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org or subscribe to our podcast. For Jeremy Thompson and Wilts Contreras, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Southern Remedy is up next. And join us next week for another episode of Everyday Tech at 10 a.m. only on MPB Think Radio.